Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, why are you breathing so hard? Right, can I guess who this is? Yes, do it. Do it. Do it. I think it's Brian McKnight. No. Smith, right? Sam Smith, yes. Sam Smith. Oh, very good. Yeah. I just thought Smith because I couldn't hear the first name that Jorge whispered in my ear. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not that smart. Not that smart. You are Captain Christmas. How are the Hallmark Christmas movies this year, Ireland? Excellent. Yeah? And they're nonstop. Yeah, they're not uh, putting on a bunch of other craps. what's What's your favorite one so far? Well, there's been, okay. Cozy you know Caroling? There's been, a, there's been, I haven't seen Cozy Caroling, but looking forward to it. Um, <laughs> can I tell you what the, can I tell you what the plot of Cozy Caroling is? Yes, be? please. Uh, girl loves Caroling with her boyfriend and their families and they go, and then the boyfriend uh, breaks her heart and she's, she's despondent and an even better looking guy comes along and convinces her to go out caroling and they live happily ever after. Oh, that's That's fantastic. the Hallmark. Clip. I love that you know the plot of every Hallmark movie. Cuz they're also well, they they, all... it's like a kaleidoscope of different stories where everything happens and and you seem to always nail it. No, it's not everything. It's like let's say for example it's about a girl who owns a restaurant. Okay. And her whole life is together and the restaurant is booming and uh, her boyfriend who started the restaurant with her decides to leave and move to another state and she's devastated and she wants to sell the restaurant and an even better looking guy comes along yes and uh saves the restaurant and they live happily ever after. and that movie That's is called movie. christmas dinner christmas uh, dinner <laughs> you give me the plot i can always come up with the name it's all it always has a Christmassy thing involved all right so there's this uh thing we'll get to the richard sherman thing in a minute which is super or you what you want to f- do first you want to do some artificial intelligence or do you want to do some richard sherman no do sherman first and okay. then go to the ai all right here we go uh so richard sherman was on a radio show in seattle and apparently it was a three-man morning show that he was on i i apologize i don't know the other morning zoo it's like the the q morning zoo um, and Richard Sherman goes on, uh, this three guy show. I think Brock Heward is one of them. Uh, there's somebody, else. but listen to the way Richard Sherman goes after one of the co-hosts, Mike Salk. You know, the voice Richard Sherman, uh, with us here on Seattle sports on seven ten. when you went elsewhere, first to San Francisco and then Tampa, what did it teach you or what did you learn about the differences between those places and what you had seen here in Seattle? Well, well, first off, first off, I remember when I exited here, and and I remember some some words from you, yeah. um, that were that were a lot different than than I had heard when I was here. So you know what I mean? It's it's a little different. I'm gonna ask, answer the questions from Brock and KJ, but but we're gonna excuse you out of this. <laughs> well, okay. so first well, of all, that's just not true. I mean, like the words you heard from me were actually pretty similar to what you had heard while you were here. You just maybe didn't hear them. 
Yeah, because I don't listen to your show. But again, no, no, that's fine. I'm not asking you to listen, but the words didn't change. I didn't say anything different when you left again, from when you were here. You're excused from the interview. All right. Oh, sorry. For, for, well, for, it doesn't really work that way, Sherm. This but, is you know, a show that has my name on it. It kind of does. It kind of does, though. No, not but, really how this works, man. Sherm, for, for your dog, for your dog, for your dog. When, let, yeah, let, that's, well, that's the only reason I'm here, because of KJ. Well, like, I, I appreciate I, that, but... The man, but the man I, thinks he can... It, like, if you've got an issue, you can feel here, free to I'm talk about it. KJ, not because of you. Well, so, I, I understand that. Yeah. If you've got an issue, I'm happy to talk through those with you, man. If you've got a problem, yeah, something you want to talk about. <laughs> so have you ever heard a more awkward one than that? Like, I'll talk to the other two guys. I'm trying to think. But I'm not talking to you. You're not in this I conversation. I've never heard a guy try and segregate hosts like that of you. I don't think I have. Where I'll talk to you, but I won't talk to the other guy. Bergman, you've been in radio a long time. Have you ever heard anything no, like that? No, I've had a lot of different hosts, too. Um, no, I don't think I've ever heard anything. It would be interesting. Who would it be that would say that to you two? Like, I'm not talking to Ireland. Mason, right. I'll, t- I'll talk to you. Talk to you. Probably Jim, it's the other Jim way around. Mora. I'll talk to Ireland, but I won't talk to Mason. Most likely. Jim Mora does, Jim, not, not, not older Jim, younger Jim, who was the coach at UCLA. Jim L. Mora. Yeah. Doesn't suffer fools very well. And Mason used to get on his, I was always worried that Jim Mora was going to hang up on us. He never did. but I definitely you know, pissed him off. A couple of times. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. That's going, I mean. Think about this. So I, I've said we've all said a lot about Russell Westbrook in the last six months, a year, in the last mm-hmm. year. Um, not all the words have been, uh, at least for me, there there have been some critical words, right? Yeah. But I and I, I'm assuming Russell Westbrook doesn't listen. I, I, if he did listen to the show, do you think he would come on and and segregate me, or would he still talk? No, I don't know if he would come on. Although he did come in studio once, and you were blown away by. You thought he was unfriendly. He was unfriendly. He was very unfriendly. I just thought he was a typical athlete. Um, Never spoke to us off the air. Yeah. Just stared Um, at his phone. I get along good with Russ, but maybe that's... I've I've been kind of on Russell Westbrook Island, so that would be why. You have been. Um, But, no, I, I... I think Russ would come on the show. Yeah, and by the way, Richard Sherman, do the dance, man. I mean, we're in the business of being critical and, and you know, dissecting stuff. And what do you got there, Jorge? You know what, boys? Can I call you back? I actually have to grab this. Jeff Passan. There you go. <laughs> but he didn't want to talk to either of you. He didn't want to. He just hung up on both of us. Just well, like, Jeff bam. Passan, Jeff Passan had a good point, though. And, and, and it's why he hasn't been on the show a lot lately. We don't pay him. Like, he gets paid by ESPN. Right. But we don't pay him a specific amount of money to appear with us. He was doing that out of the like kindness of his heart. So I had no problem with him blowing us off and saying. But is that not true of back. a lot of people? Well, first of all, we I, if you listen to the show, you know we don't have uh, guests, generally speaking, on the show. You know what, boys? Can I call you back? I actually have to grab this. But anybody from ESPN, for example, if uh, I was thinking Matthew Barry doesn't ask for a talent fee because he's working for NBC. He's still working for us, right? right. He's still but coming he's on here. Friend, he's friends with us. Right. He, that's what just, about Dan Orlovsky? Oh, no, Dan Orlovsky. Yeah, Dan Orlovsky has never appeared on the show, and he's told us he's going to come on like four times, and every time he doesn't show up. We have promoted Dan Orlovsky so much. Coming up at 1.30, Dan Orlovsky, and then he's never there. Bergman? Banned. Banned. 
Exactly. Yeah, so we, we finally gave that up. We basically gave up on that whole show. We had we had a couple of, of false starts with Laura Rutledge. Mina, we have trouble tracking down. We're we're if if you want to hear from people on NFL today, don't listen to us. No, just watch the <laughs> just show. Just watch them, yeah. Yeah, just, just watch, watch the them. They're talking a lot on TV. Um all right, so uh John, there's this uh new thing called Chatbot GTP. All right, never heard of it. What is okay. it? It is an open platform uh using artificial intelligence. And Yesterday, I asked Chatpot GTP to write a poem about the Raiders beating the New England Patriots over the weekend. Okay. And it, it spilled out this poem that, Bergman, you thought, aside from the fact that they thought Tom Brady still played for New England. <laughs> right. It was actually pretty good. It, it, said was, it was close, and it was a close game. Yeah. Raiders came out on top. So, Ireland... Subject for a poem, it could be a limerick if you want, it could be a poem if you want, okay. it could be a height okay. on any subject. Thinking? Thinking? We lost him. There, he's, oh, he's, we lost he's, he's, he's him. Oh, yeah, oh, okay, so, there you are. I, there I you asked are. you, the last thing I heard you said was any subject. Any what? subject, it can be like, it could be something like uh, the poem about the Clippers being terrible. It could be okay. something like that. But you can you can make it anything you want. All right, like on the spot. On the spot, and this this AI is going to do a poem immediately. If I like, if I just give him like what the subject of the poem would be. Yes, a poem about blank. Uh, the Lakers injuries. Okay, a poem about Lakers injuries. Okay, now watch how fast this happens. Okay. Sure, here is a poem about the Lakers' injuries. Injuries, injuries, oh, what a plague. For the Lakers, they've been a major snag. First it was LeBron out with ankle sprain. Then it was AD with a sore back pain. But the Lakers persevered. They didn't give in. They continued to fight. They just wouldn't give up. They won the game. They were on a roll. Despite all the injuries, they still had their goal. Now LeBron is back and AD is too. The Lakers are whole and they're coming through. They're stronger than ever, ready to shine. They'll rise to the top and make it just fine. So don't count them out. Don't write them off. The Lakers are back and they're ready to scoff. All of the doubters and all the naysayers, they proved them wrong and earned their praises. Other than the fact that they're not up to date on the injury situation, it was pretty good. Isn't that, I mean, I literally, yeah. we we had not pre-planned that. You gave me the topic on the spot, and that's how quickly it wrote a poem. So, like, for example, all you're Captain Limerick. You're always good at coming yeah. up with limericks. Yeah. Uh, this, just write a limerick. Limerick about, uh, this will be good. Limerick about. BMI. No. How uh. much the L.A. Clippers suck. Let's see what comes out. <laughs> Let's see what it says. Oh, it says, I'm sorry, I am unable to generate content that is disrespectful or inflammatory towards a specific team or group. Is there another topic that I could help you with? Oh, okay. soft. All right, type it in this way. No, type it in this okay. way. About the Clipper, instead of how they suck, about the Clippers' struggles. The Clippers' struggles. Okay, here we go. Sure, here's a poem about the Clippers' struggles. The Clippers, they fight with all their might, but somehow they just can't get it right. They're plagued with injuries and bad luck, too. It seems like nothing goes their way. It's true. They try their best, but it's not enough. They fall short. It can be tough. To watch them struggle and see them lose, but through it all, they never choose to give up or to lose hope. 
They keep on fighting. They find a way to cope. With the setbacks and the challenges they face, they never give up. They find a way to replace. The struggles with strength, the losses with wins, they keep on trying again and again. So even though they may not always come out on top, the Clippers never stop. They never flop. They keep on fighting. They never give in. They'll rise to the top and they'll surely win. Now, none of that is true, but isn't it amazing that this can be generated so friggin' fast? Well, as you know, I write a lot of poems. Yes, and, you do. And, and I wrote one for my friend uh, Tim's birthday the other day. I read it in, at, at his party, and it took me like half an hour. It took that thing 10 seconds. Bam. That's where the world is going, man. That's where the world is going. I think that's just insane. I, yeah, just, I think good. that's insane. All right, uh, coming up next for you, John. Um, Okay, I'll do this. There is a guy who is hoping to take his kids to meet Santa Claus, but he doesn't want to stand in line, and he's got oh, a guy strategy. Guy after my own heart. This is a one percenter all the way. That story's coming up next. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Christmas is weird this year because it's on a Sunday, right? Jorge, you're looking at me. Do you know what day Christmas is? It is on Sunday. It is on Sunday. It's weird that it's on Sunday. Really? Why? Because it's like Christmas Eve is a Saturday. Normally, Christmas Eve would be, well, it'd be a weekday. <laughs> you just want the weekday off. I just want the week. No, now this year the holiday is the day after Christmas. It's right. the, so Monday, the 26th. 26th. Boxing Day in England. There you go. Boxing Day in England. Yeah, I, it's it's weird. Am I just alone on this that it's weird that Christmas is on a Sunday? Well, it's not every year that it's on a Sunday. No, it moves. Well, you know what will be weird is tons of NFL football on both Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. We normally don't get that. Normally, Christmas Eve is a sports dead zone. Do the Lakers uh, play on Christmas Day or no this year? They do. I'm going to be in Dallas. Matter of fact, Friday, uh, after we play Charlotte, we're actually getting on a plane and flying to Dallas overnight because they didn't want to fly on the 24th because the game on Sunday is a day game. Yeah. They wanted to get it, get into Dallas, uh, have a shoot around, you know, spend some time there. So my um, my Christmas, I'm, I'm celebrating Christmas with my family on Friday in the morning, yeah, and then doing the game, and then I'm gone for twelve days. Yeah. So it, it, it it's, do you it's go? Be how weird. far back east do you go? Do you go? All, where's this trip go? Uh, we go we go down to Florida, so we're in Miami, okay and Orlando, and and all those places. But I will give you the. Uh, 
I'll give you the whole. Because there's like uh, this, I, I don't know, they invented okay, so a name for here, it, a here, storm boom or a blizzard yeah. boom or something like that back east. Dallas, Orlando, Miami, Atlanta, Charlotte, then home. Yeah, I, know, I don't think you're going to hit the blizzard boom. You know, we used so basically to, we're heading south. We used to just have storms. Now they all have names, and they're like a blizzard boom. I, look that up, Bergman. Yeah. It's not a blizzard boom. It's something like that. Buffalo is playing Chicago, and they're expecting like some polar vortex in Chicago. Polar vortex, really exactly. Everything's got a name now. So, uh, John, if you're looking for a little extra cash, and obviously you're not. Who isn't? A Los Angeles man wants to pay somebody $300 to hold his place in line to see Santa. And this guy named Ben posted the request on the side hustle app Airtasker. Which allows Side hustle app? Did did Kaplan come up with that? <laughs> it's it's his it's his brand new uh, app. Yes, uh, Airtasker. Happy would do. Which allows for yeah. people to get paid for doing various odd jobs. Ben is hoping to take his kids to meet Santa Claus at the Grove Shopping Center on December twenty third. The only problem there aren't any available reservations. Uh, and waiting in line can take upwards of 90 minutes. He says, I tried to make reservations for my two young kids and get pictures with Santa at the Grove, but they're fully booked, and we have to do a walk-in instead. Waiting in line with two young kids is a lot. I just need someone to wait in line for me until it's our turn. He's willing to pay $300 for this. Now, can't you just wait in line a little bit, rich dude? <laughs> no. Uh, I sympathize with this guy. I hate lines more than anything. But having said that, this is a lot like how you opened the show when Michael offered me $100 to go sit in between those two girls. Yes. This is easy money. I'll go stand in line for how long? What do you, what do you, what's it? I guess, you know what? That's another way to look at it. From the the guy that's doing it, it's a really good deal. 90 minutes, 300 bucks, right? But yeah, from the guy that my iPad and watch a movie or something. But from the guy that's paying, I just it feels snooty to me. Doesn't it feel snooty? I'm gonna, I'm going to pay someone to stand in line for me. Doesn't that um, seem snooty? No. Oh I come totally on! Sympathize with Am it. I? Wait I a hate lines. Berg, uh, let, me, let me tell you how bad ahead. it is with me. Yeah, go ahead. So when a Laker game ends, like the other night in Phoenix. Yep. Um. And we're spending the night in the city where we're in. Okay. Our choices are wait for the team to shower, get dressed, and get on the bus, and then the bus will take us back to the hotel. Or we can get a car and pay for the car so we get back to the hotel 45 minutes to an hour earlier. Okay. Every time Michael and I opt for the car. We don't even care what it costs. You we don't do want to wait for the bus. there for an hour. Billy Mac and Stu are better. But normally what we'll do is we'll get a bigger car and take them with us. But I don't want to wait an hour for the bus. And I'll pay 25, 30, 40 bucks, whatever it costs. I'll I'll do it. But 300 bucks and for somebody to stand in line to see I wouldn't Santa. Pay three, I wouldn't pay 300. I would I would not pay. Matter of <laughs> fact, I would I'd be tempted. Jorge, wouldn't you be tempted to take this guy up on the offer? Oh yeah. If I have nothing to do it's after the show. It's an easy 300 bucks. 300 bucks. I know somebody for an hour and a half. Yeah. For an hour and a half. I have nothing to do after the show absolutely. I mean, what job pays you 300 bucks an hour? An hour and a half. That's right. That is so, like $150 an hour or something. So I know no, so, it's actually I know somebody that's I, not a right number. I know somebody that does this at the airport. 
Yeah. If he's in the first boarding group or whatever it is, yep. he'll go up to like the front row and be like, I'll give you 200 bucks. If that person says no, he goes to the second person. I'll give you 150. And he goes down to whoever lets him in. Because he wants to sit up front? He wants to be the first one in the plane. Is this like Southwest Airlines? Any or airline. Any airline. Yeah. He just pays he to just go in pays first. He to go in the first, you know, first five, first ten people. God, well, you got to cheaper have... than paying what the airline charges. <laughs> exactly. But you got to have actually money smart. to do this, don't you, Bergman? Well, there's, I mean... a, there's a thing called TaskRabbit. Have you ever heard of TaskRabbit? No, this you one can is AirTask. AirTasker. Oh, it's the same type of thing. TaskRabbit.com. Wait in line. Average project is thirty-five to ninety-eight dollars. He's overpaying. You oh, can, I see. You could get this for cheaper. You can get this for cheaper. You can have a guy wait in line for you and pay him a hundred bucks. Well, I went to the site. There is, I mean, for there's a guy offering five hundred dollars to pick up a Christmas tree, bring it to your house, and decorate it. Now. Isn't that part of Christmas is the idea exactly. of getting the tree and decorating but, it, okay, putting up all the what decorations? About for, what about for somebody like me who is literally home for one day in December? <laughs> yeah, that's... But I have, I have to have a Christmas tree. That might not be a bad move for me. The average project is I mean, 66 I, I, to $150 for Christmas tree delivery. Yeah, I, I mean, that, that would be... Okay, no, Mace, let me ask you this. Yes. You look at your license mm-hmm. and you realize... It expires tomorrow. Okay. And you have to go to the DMV. Ooh. But the wait at the DMV is a two-hour wait. Mm. How much will you pay me to stand in line for you at the DMV? So all you have to do is show up when I get to the front of the line. When I'm 10 minutes away, I'll text you. I'm 10 minutes away from the front of the line. You come over, take my place. What are you paying me for it? God, the DMV is an awful place. It is. It's the worst. It is the worst. Jorge, what are you paying me? Stand in line for two hours for you at the DMV. Three hundred bucks. You're paying three hundred bucks for me. Yeah, I think you're overpaying. Bergman, what about you? What do you give me? No, I'm giving a hundred bucks. There's no more than that. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not giving see, you three hundred dollars. See, I'm. You're spending three line, three hours in that. I know, line. but I can just look at my phone. I I can, can look at Apple News and all the places I normally look music. and listen to music and listen to a podcast and all that. I pay fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. All right, Jorge, I'm your man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're going to do it? Ireland, you would do it. I'll, I'd stand in line for 300 bucks for Jorge, yeah. Yeah, see? Two hours. That's $150 hours. an hour. That actually is a great rate. Yeah. So this works out. I, I think that it works out for people that do the gigs. Like 300 yeah. bucks to stand in line at the Grove for 90 minutes is an awesome deal. John, you should become I a tasker. You should go onto the site. Become a tasker. Oh, I'm going to become ha- a tasker. You should do that. Too. I need some Christmas shopping money. There, you, there you go. I owe Etsy. So a lot I went of money. to college with a guy that uh, really good looking guy yeah. did very well in college, if you know what I mean. And one time he got a speeding ticket, and it was explained to him that he could pay the ticket, uh, which was two hundred and seventy dollars. Or he could get it erased from his record if he spent a day at traffic school. And he just, the idea of going to traffic school drove him crazy. He was getting ready to pay the 270 bucks, and he just decided at the end it was too much money. Yeah. And he went to traffic school. And when he did, he met his wife. Oh, and he's wow. still married See? to her. Wow. See, you never know. It's in the cards. Yeah. You can meet your uh, significant anywhere. Hey, DMV question. So yeah, I paid for my tags back in November. Okay. It's been over a month. Right. I haven't received them, like mm-hmm. my sticker. How long can I go till I get pulled over? Oh, right. It's a great question. Do you have I like have a receipt or something? Still. 
<laughs> I don't. Yeah, it normally wow. takes six to eight weeks. The DMV is notoriously slow, so I wouldn't panic yet. Did okay. they give you something um, like a piece of paper that said well, you have applied? The email that has my receipt, like my. I think that would probably work, number. right? Okay. That would work. Yeah, I no, would, I Bergman's even shaking his head. That. No, no, it's you can absolutely get pulled over if you don't have this ticket. If you don't have the sticker, and even a, it'll be a fix-it ticket at the very least. Ugh. If you don't have the actual, yeah, but sticker. he just shows them the email and then they let him go. Email, they're not going to go by the email. They're going to say you still have to go in and pay the fine unless you get it fixed, and then it's a fix-it ticket, and you only pay like twenty-five dollars. Did you ever fight a ticket? No. Yeah, I've lost. <laughs> I fought one and won. Wow. Uh, I fought one and won. I was on the ninety. And the speed limit was 65, then it cut down to 45. And I got busted for 65 and a 45. I was going the speed limit for the part of the freeway that I was on. And I went through and I took a video of driving by the exact location. Here's where the speed limit changes. And I went to court and I showed them that video. And they said, all right, you've done a lot of work. We find in your favor. We find in your favor. Yeah, if you're willing, if you're willing to put the time in, you can normally get out of that stuff. And and it was not really a time. It was probably something I should have gotten myself <laughs> caught up in. I spent a lot of time fighting that ticket. And was it really worth the whatever it was, hundred and fifty dollars or whatever? Tickets are. Oh, we were talking about this yesterday. There was a guy that got busted driving in the carpool lane with uh, an inflatable Grinch in the passenger seat. So mm-hmm. Ireland, you are. I would say somewhat notorious for traveling in the, is it fair to say, in the carpool lane by yourself? All the time. All the time. Yeah, I do it all the time. Have you yeah. Have you ever gotten a ticket? No. Boy, not for that. That's not much of a disincentive. I mean, it means everybody should do it, right? Now, it, I have a fast pass, so some some freeways allow you to drive in the carpool lane with the fast pass, but not all freeways. I just pretend it's all freeways. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I do it too. Um, I don't know what the ticket is. I heard the ticket is super expensive. You ever hear the time Kobe threw me under the bus for that? No. We're at Kobe's locker, and there's like that horseshoe of cameras around him. Sure. And he sits down to talk after a game, and I'm like right in the front. He goes, hey, before we get going, John, I want to ask you something. I go, yeah. He goes, how often are you drive in the carpool lane by yourself? I said, what are you talking about? He goes, I was driving up here today, and I noticed you zoom right by me in the carpool lane by yourself. And I said, are you sure my son wasn't in the car? He goes, positive. <laughs> and I go, I take the fifth. And then the scrum ends. The scrum ends, and he's laughing at me. And I go, I go hey, man, thanks for throwing me into the bus. He goes, you know how I knew? Okay, he goes, I was right behind you the whole time driving in <laughs> Driving in himself. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, all right, coming up next, there's an interesting story about where the NFL Sunday ticket may be going for next season. And I have a legitimate question. Is, is all this sports stuff moving to streaming a good thing for sports fans or a bad thing? That's coming up next for you. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, 
We know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't know what happened to me this morning. It was Ask Mace, and I just went after Sonato for some reason. He just felt <laughs> like it. He just felt like it. Yeah. And he's not here no. till like, yeah, January I think, I the 4th. He's on the, I don't think he's doing any more shows in this calendar year. Yeah. Nope. So he's done. My, my threats will go unanswered. Boy, I was on one this morning, wasn't I? <laughs> it really was. <laughs> These guys keep telling me, watch Spirited. Have you watched spirited the movie with will no. ferrell and ryan good uh, afternoon i good heard afternoon it's good um i i have it on my ipad i will probably get to it on this next trip yeah um all right so sunday ticket has been on direct tv for as long as i can remember um and this is andrew siciliano doing the highlights and bouncing from game to game you know what it is um, it's the only way i watch the nfl so it now looks like well first of all it's leaving direct tv right Originally, people thought it was going to go to Apple. Now, it looks like the NFL Sunday ticket is going to YouTube, which is a gigantic uh, boon, I think, for YouTube, right? Sure. Now, here's my question. It, so, if you're a boomer, I'm not. I'm, I'm too young to be a boomer. But if you're a boomer, you probably, yeah. <laughs> you probably don't, understand how to even get to youtube on your smart tv is that not correct probably like my mom i would have to call her and explain it yeah like i i find it a pain in the ass to watch thursday night football when i just want to dip into the game and see what's going on so i go cable Mm -hmm. then you got to go back to the smart tv then you got to go to uh the the app and then you got to go back and then you want to see what's happening on the news and it's i think it's really inconvenient to go from streaming to cable all the time and i just don't know that the the whole idea of streaming was to save us money and everything is getting more expensive so you already pay for now now we're all of a sudden gonna have to pay for youtube to watch sunday ticket well, you pay for Sunday ticket now. Um, I I don't know what I pay, but it's I think it's like three hundred bucks for the whole year. I have to pay Directv for that. So now you're just going to pay YouTube. It's just you're paying a different vendor than you were before. But with Directv, it was easier to access. It'll be harder to access with YouTube. I just think um, the streaming game has transformed everything, but not necessarily in a good way for us. Do you think streaming has been well, good for us? TVs, do you have TVs in your house that are not smart TVs? I have smart TVs. But not everybody does. Yeah, so do I. Do you have stupid ones? Most people do. Some people have dumb TVs. Some no, people st- still have antiquated <laughs> yeah. old school well, TVs. You're only as, your smart TV is only as smart as the operator. That's which the problem. Which always causes a problem <laughs> Right? For me. Isn't that the problem? Um, yeah. Could you immediately uh, go I, to? I could f- you immediately go to your smart TV and go to YouTube? Yes, you could. Do you now guys the do that? problem is going to yeah. be when when I'm in a hotel, right? Like, what do you do when you're in a hotel? 
I guess you have to watch then it on your host. computer. Right. And Bring then I used to I carry a cable with me that I can run from my iPad to the TV. Yes. But now they're putting in all these defense mechanisms. Like for example, the Thursday night game on Amazon. Yeah. I'm emailing right now with 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 like the muckety mucks at Amazon because I know some of them. Uh huh. Um, it they won't let you run an HDMI cable from your iPad to your TV. Yeah, I know or, they're not doing this anymore. Screen. We we did that too, and now they've closed off the HDMI, so you can't switch and run things to your TV. I wonder why. I'm paying for it. I'm paying for it so I can I can bring it up on my iPad. Yeah, why you're paying for it on I your iPad. My... You're paying for the hotel yeah. room. I'm, I'm I'm in the middle of um I'm in the middle of talking to him about that. I may get some answers, but I don't have them yet. Now, do you go straight to the uh, to the president of Amazon? No, you don't go to I'm Bezos. I'm very much below that. Are you? How I much do not below have Bezos a direct... are you? Well, um, one, two, three, four, five. Uh, at least seventeen levels. Seventeen levels below Bezos. I thought you were a bigger yes. deal. I just got a text from Shadano. He says he's texting with Bezos. I'm. I. Uh, I can get to Lauren. I can't get to Jeff. I worked with Lauren. Is Is that just as good if I can get to Lauren? You're one degree from Jeff Bezos. Yeah, I would say go. yes. So I would say that's go. good. So you're okay. texting with Lauren be, about my Thursday answer. night football. Should I text Lauren asking why my HDMI cord doesn't yes, work? I think that's a good question for Lauren. I'd love to get her response to that. Is she actually in your phone? No, I'd have to get it from somebody. Yeah. But I know who I can get it from. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's going straight to the top. That's going straight to the top if you can get to Lauren. Uh, all right, uh, coming up next for you, it is Game of Games, and uh, it's Ireland's game today. Bergman is cleaning yeah. up this month. We are sort of in and out. Got four. And, and by the way, we made a decision. Because uh, Greg and I are both out next week, three days left in Game of Games for the month. Today, tomorrow, and Friday. Yes. Uh, today's my game. Tomorrow's Bergman's game. Friday, Michael's going to – I won't be here, but Friday, Michael's going to do the game. So, Mace, you have a chance to win the month. Oh. I know you've never won a month. Never won a month. But you have a chance. It, all you got to do is win two of the next three days. Okay. And then you're in. Next week's games, Lindsay, Jorge, and Josh. How are you not doing any games? I Because I have to win. <laughs> I'm not going to Next week doesn't count. Week. Next week doesn't count. Oh, it doesn't even next count? Week doesn't no. count. No, next. it ends on Friday. That's what we're telling you. Oh. Did you not it listen ends to on everything this Friday. John just said? So today worth two, tomorrow worth two, yeah. Friday worth two I, to wrap up the year. I guess I wasn't listening. All right. <laughs> You have a chance, Mace. There you. is a chance. I got a shot. All right, uh, coming up next for you is Game of Games. Mesa in Ireland, 710 ESPN. Here we go. Today's game is worth two. The scoreboard so far in the month of December, Bergman 4, Momo 2, Ireland 2, Jorge 2, Funch 1, Me 1, Cappy 1, Andy 1, and Jacob Imrani 1, 1 also. So that's the scoreboard. Today is worth two, right, John? Yes, sir. So and uh, is Beto, right Beto going to play? This. Yes, sir. Beto yes, is sir. here. Yeah. What's happening, right. John? Okay. Um, good to have you. All right. So, as you guys know, I love Saturday Night Live. Yes. And this past Saturday, Cecily Strong became the latest cast member to leave the show. Yeah. Joining longtime castmates Kate McKinnon, A.D. Bryant, Kyle Mooney, and Pete Davidson, all who left at the end of last year. Yes. It was so very emotional. Ces- it was very nice. I love Cecily Strong. And you forgot years. the Mexican. 
Uh, Melissa, Melissa Villasenor. Yeah, she left too. Yeah, yeah she did. Don't forget yeah, her. Was only yeah. there for we, a year, we were the only one. But yeah, <laughs> she's the only yeah, one. John. True. Well, you had no uh, better. You had Horatio Sands all those years. Yeah, Mexican. Oh, I didn't know. I don't know. I don't even know uh, what Horatio Sands is. So okay. All right. All right, anyways, so, go, so ahead, so go here, ahead. Yeah. Here it is. Um, there are seven of these in a tiebreaker. Okay. All right. First one: true or false? Okay. Back in 1974, oh, <laughs> Johnny Carson hosted The Tonight Show, mm-hmm. and it was a huge moneymaker for NBC. Yep. Carson was so popular that NBC ran reruns of The Tonight Show on Saturday nights. But Carson was the Steve Mason of his day and wanted more <laughs> time off. So NBC needed those reruns because Carson took so much vacation, so they invented SNL. Jorge, true or false? I'll say false. Uh, Greg. I'm also going to go false, and it was opposite. Uh, I don't know how, but uh, somehow. I'm going to go false. Beto. Beto. I'm going to go true. Beto is the only oh! one who gets a point there, 100% true. I heard you say that uh, one time. Johnny, by the way, took every Monday off. He only worked a four-day week. God, that was it's like Howard Stern style, a good deal. Yeah, basically, yeah. You, you do the Mace, same. Mace, you can dream. Yeah, I can yeah. dream. Um, okay, number two. Okay. Several big-name stars had brief stints on SNL as cast members, mm-hmm. including Billy Crystal, Sarah Silverman, and Julie Louis-Dreyfus. Which one of these guys was never a cast member on the show? So not a cast member okay. on the show. A, Ben Stiller. B, Jim Carrey. C, Rob Riggle. Bergman, Ben Stiller, Jim Carrey, or Rob Riggle, which one was never a cast member on the show? Jim Carrey. Mace. Jim Carrey. Beto. Jim Carrey. Yeah, with the crowd, Jim Carrey. You guys all got this right. He auditioned twice and was turned down. Can you imagine? Fire Marshal Bill. Yeah. Yeah. Lorne Michaels says, I wasn't in the audition. Somebody... Didn't think I would find him funny. They were obviously Wow. Wrong. Yeah, completely right. wrong. So, Beto 2, everybody else won. All Here's right, the next right. one. Let's go. Who has appeared in the most SNL episodes as a cast member? All right? Most SNL episodes most. as a cast member. Is it A, Tina Fey, B, Kenan Thompson, or C, Daryl Hammond? Mace, Tina Fey, Keenan Thompson, or Daryl Hammond? It's one of two. I will go Keenan Thompson. So will okay, I. Beto. Same. Jorge. Yeah, same. You don't even know who that is. Greg. Yeah, I think he passed Daryl Hammond. Good burger. Yeah, he, it's Keenan Thompson <laughs> by a mile. Yeah, yeah he's, he's been the longest on the show. Yeah, he's been on the show for 20 seasons. Wow. Did 14. That's unbelievable. All right. Hey, these are too easy, who John. Has, Come on. Okay. Who has hosted... SNL more than any other person. Okay. Oh. Is it A, Alec Baldwin, B, Tom Hanks, or C, Steve Martin? Beto, Ooh. Alec Baldwin, Tom Hanks, or Steve Martin? Give me uh, Alec Baldwin. Okay, Jorge. Steve Martin. Uh, Greg. Yeah, I think it's between the two of those. I think it's. I think Steve Martin just passed him. Okay, uh, Mace. I'm going to stick with Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. You will be glad you did. The answer is Alec Baldwin and Beto remains in front. Let's go. 
good guessing. Next one. Look at Beto. Swag system. Exactly. All right. Here we go. Betty White Uh was the oldest person ever to host SNL. Who was the youngest? Oh, wow. Was it A, Macaulay Culkin, B, Lindsay Lohan, or C, Drew Barrymore? Jorge, Macaulay Culkin, Lindsay Lohan, or Drew Barrymore? Uh, Drew Barrymore. Uh, Greg. Macaulay Culkin. Mace. Drew Barrymore. Beto. Macaulay. The answer is Drew Barrymore. She was seven years old, and Mason has tied Beto at four. Wow. What were Uh, you doing at seven? She was hosting Saturday Night Live. (laughs) All right, so it's Beto four, Mason four, oh. Jorge three, Greg two. Oh, I got a chance uh, here. No, you don't. Here we go. <laughs> when the show first aired in 1974, how much money did the cast make per show? Oh, jeez. A, $75. B, $750. Or C, $7,500. So seventy five, seven hundred fifty, or seventy five hundred mace. Wait, what year? Seventy four. Seventy four. Okay. What was the? Nineteen seventy four. They made either seventy five dollars, seven hundred fifty dollars, or seven hundred uh, seventy five hundred dollars mace. Which one was it? I am gonna say, God, the SAG daily mm. rate. I seven. I'm gonna go seventy five dollars. Okay, Beto. I'm gonna go seventy five hundred. You're going seventy five hundred? Yes. Okay, Jorge. 750. Greg. 75. The answer? $750. Yeah. And we have a three-way oh, hey. yeah. in the lead. Wow, I'm not doing too well. All right. Come on, George. Wait a minute. Did, who took Jorge. the lead? Did Beto Jorge. take the lead? Nah. No, it's a three-way tie. Oh, three-way tie. Yeah. has four. Mason has four. Beto oh, has four. Damn. You guys have no idea what you're talking about. And there are only about. two left. <laughs> and there you are. Bergman, I'll let you go last <laughs> so you live. might have a chance. Thank I want Salvador Gigante. Salvador Gigante. El Chacal. Let's go. The highest grossing movie ever to come out of an SNL sketch oh, was Wayne's World, which made over $175 million at the box office. Wow. What was the least successful movie based on an SNL skit? Was it A, MacGruber, B, It's Pat, or C, Night at the Roxbury? Mace, MacGruber, It's Pat, or Night at the Roxbury, which was the least successful? I am going to say Night at the Roxbury. Okay, Beto. That's the only one I know, so I'm going to go with McCoo? McGruber? Sure, whatever that is. McGruber. Okay. I'm sure okay. everything blows up. Because I know end. the Pat lady. Yeah. So the Mc- uh, Jorge. It's Pat. Uh, Greg. <laughs> 100% it's Pat. It's Pat is the correct yeah! answer. Uh, Jorge, Jorge takes the lead. I like that one, um, by the way. It's Pat. Um only made sixty thousand dollars. Oh, Stop. Wow. Wayne's World made one hundred and seventy-five million. Poor Pat. I could never think about twenty-five of my con- dollars. Ma- wow. Mason made more in concessions at the Hawthorne Village Three than uh, Pat. Yeah. Combining names of theaters, but that's okay. Hey, okay. Hawthorne Twin. Um, yes. <laughs> all right. Last. Cinema Jorge's got the, the lead, right? If we need it, Jorge five. <laughs> Mason four. Beto four. Gordito. Jorge's got to go so first Bergman, here. You're out. I'll call Mason yeah, Bergman's that. out. I can complain then. Jorge has to go first. 
Here it is. Jorge, which one of these athletes never hosted SNL? Was it A, Mike Ditka, B, Bill Russell, or C, LeBron James? Ditka, Russell, or LeBron? Jorge, which one never hosted SNL? LeBron. Mace. God, I think it is LeBron, but I'll I'll go Bill Russell. Bill Russell. Bill. You idiots. It was right there for you. Mike Ditka never hosted oh, SNL. He did, man, but he has the he did two He did two different cameos in that skit, but and he never, never was the host. Bill Russell oh, hosted it that's a in trick its first question. year. Jorge. LeBron hosted it a few years ago. Ah. Jorge gets two. A, What's, what does that put him in the standings, Greg? Hey, Tied for first. Hey, baby. Tied for first. And he's here both days. Jorge. You like how I got him wrong on purpose to help you, huh? That's exactly. right. Collusion, baby. Nice. All right. Hey, Mace, <laughs> I will see you in studio tomorrow. Yeah, I got to go excited. catch a 4 o'clock bus. Uh, but have a good Supercross talk. I'll talk to you guys okay. mañana. Have a great game, man. Uh, Ireland. Yep. All right. See ya. Woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Game of Games is powered by Call Jacob. Winning matters. That's why after an accident, you go to calljacob.com or call 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. We've got Beto and the Big CY on the afternoons today. What's up, guys? Nothing. Clearly nothing is up. Is Clinton there or not? Yeah, Clinton, you there? Not yet. So I'm here. What's yeah. up? What's so up? you were in Portland this morning. Yeah, my son is playing uh, St. John Bosco. They're playing a tournament in Salem, Oregon. Yeah. So I went to Portland, and then uh, I left at 4 o'clock this morning. So they played at nine in the championship game. So uh, it's Mateo, right? Yeah, Mateo. What's Mateo's upside as an athlete? Is, is he uh, is a, he really good? Yeah. He's a he's shooter. Really good. Three, oh. three and D. Nice. So he lets it fly. A little lefty lets it fly. So he's, good. he's about 6'2 now. Did you teach him everything he knows? Nope. I told him to play baseball. He went to play basketball. Oh, there you go. He's left-handed. I'm, I'm going to tell him to play basketball? Yeah, right. No, but it's good, though. But, you know, I was listening earlier on the drive up here. Yes. You were talking with John about how do you regulate the portal. Yeah. And the money. It's very interesting. That coach that's complaining. Yes. About the players getting $5 million. $5 million. But coaches get poached all the time while they're at their school. So who regulates the coaches? That is true. Because how, all of a sudden they're there and then the next day, hey, I'm going to Lincoln Riley, for example. Yes. So it's the same thing that the players are being done now. Uh, CY, are you there? I am, sir. We're, How are you all? I, everything is great, man. So we were talking about this earlier, the NIL, and there's a coach named Pat Narduzzi at Pitt yeah. who uh, who talked about the fact that he knows of players who are getting $5 million yeah. to transfer right now. And we talked about it with Ireland, and I'm all for players making as much as they can possibly. Every last dime you do it, kid. Uh, but do there need to be some guardrails on this thing or does the thing keep careening sort of out of control with the numbers getting bigger and the big schools getting better so here's what i think i think the main problem with nil is not necessarily just the money guys it's where it comes from Mm -hmm. until schools are actually paying for the product it's going to be out of control. That, that's kind of the issue is that it's effectively just boosters saying, this is what I have to spend on this. I like looking at it. I'm going to give them the money. If the school actually has to evaluate what each individual student athlete is worth, you're going to see things change a lot. And I think that's the kind of the main issue here. Five million bucks, ton of money, bro. Like, let's not get that twisted. I know Pat Narduzzi. He was the defensive coordinator at Miami of Ohio when I was actually there. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm familiar with him. And so, like, he's kind of a... 
you know, he's a hard-nosed, old-school football, football guy. I get that. But the transfer portal plus NIL, it's basically a free market, Beto. You know that. Yep, and so and guys a- are going to move however they want to move, and you just – Kind of got to deal with it. That Steve, is what it is. Let me tell you something. Some of these quarterbacks, so it's only happening to like the 1% of the kids. Right. The elite right. of the elite. There are a lot of kids that are going to the portal that are not even going to get another school. Really? Oh, absolutely. Because as many as 1,000 kids went into the exactly. portal this year. And maybe 25% of them find the new home. Because Yeah, I mean, that's a lot. But at the same time, I mean, you think about how many kids deal with things that they yep. don't like yep. in general. You know what I'm saying? And so all these coaches who were like, you know, your behind is mine. If you don't do what I say, you're not getting any PT. Kids I understand why kids want to go into the portal. They want their options. They want Gen Z wants to feel welcome. And that has to do with money. That has to do with coaches. That has to do with playing time. It's complicated, man. It very, and one of the things that these NILs are going to find out right now is what happens when a kid goes to a school and doesn't mm-hmm. perform. Perfect example, DJ Uyangaleli was at Clemson. Yep. He had a deal. He had a deal with Gary V. Yeah. You know, motivation. He had to deal with Dr. Pepper. Right. He's leaving Clemson. So those deals stay when he was at Clemson. Right. So now for him to go somewhere else, he's, he's in the portal. Well, I was reading JT Daniels today, who started yep. as a USC quarterback. He went USC uh, his freshman year, Georgia his sophomore mm-hmm. year, West Virginia his junior year. Now he's going to Rice yep. for his senior year. Yep. Now, what kind of college experience is that? You're playing. You're doing something. Yeah. It, it, but the, the college experience doesn't exist the way it is anymore. Steve, this is happening in high school. Right. Now, that guy, Narduzzi, says that guy that high school kids yes. are somehow getting money from, I guess, boosters and NIL money yes. all the way down when they're Steve, in high school. Okay. Yeah. So, my kid goes to Bosco, yeah. which was national champion. Sure. Everybody pays some kind of tuition, but everybody's rates are different. That happens at modern day. It happens all the private schools. It happens everywhere. And people say, oh, the private schools. Do-. The public schools are doing it, too. Right. If you're competing at an elite level, these kids, because they come up through 7 on 7, they come up through these different youth programs, right. they're being told, you know what? You don't. If you live in Long Beach, it's cool, but hey, San Juan Capistrano, we can give your dad a gas car. I'm Just hypothetically. Right. It happens. It, kids are transferring from high schools. Every single year. Right. They sit out a couple games that are doing it because that's what they know now. It's the norm. So when they go to college, like the old college try or, hey, you're going to redshirt? No, no, no. That doesn't happen. Should should there be guardrails of any kind? And I don't even know who would set them. I don't know about guardrails, but the the market will correct itself. Quickly quickly to your point about the college experience. Yeah. Bro, these dudes aren't having the college experience. They go to class online. They don't interact with the general pop. Mm -hmm. They're in their own dorms. They barely, at the bigger schools, they barely (laughs) even interact with the student body. You know what I mean? So, like, it's kind of different already in that regard. It's all changed, Steve. And kids are basically making as much money as they can because their bodies are worth it to them. You know, it makes sense to me. There's a kid at a Corona Centennial plays basketball. Mm -hmm. He's committed to Duke. I forget his name. Okay. Um, He's making money off, he's TikTok millions of followers on TikTok. He's making a bunch of money off off of TikTok. So if he goes to Duke and it works out for him, great. If it doesn't, he'll go somewhere else because he's making the social media money too. Right. And there's, look, we played in Oregon this weekend and they were telling me that one of the teams we played against are these twins, huge following, millions of people on TikTok. These kids are now, ha- their currency is now the social media, the influencer world. Right. So getting a scholarship, for what? I could just pay for it for what I get a month from my YouTube page. God. It, it's a different world, Steve. It's yeah. It's crazy yeah. right now. Yeah. It's the Wild West, man. It is the Wild West. So if your kid is an elite athlete, you're going to sell your kid. Simple as that.
Yeah, I, I'll bring up a quick story. The yeah. girl who plays for, I think she plays for Laguna Beach. I could have that wrong. It could be Laguna Hills. She's got an NIL deal, and she's in high school. You know, and the NIL deal is for sort of an AI company that's trying to track brain stats for yeah. you know, concussion and depressive stuff. But, like, it's not even necessarily football-related, Mace. You know, these kids have their own personalities. Brands come to them because of who they are, yep. not just what they do. And that, to me, is kind of the interesting part, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? If you're a... I don't know, middle hitter on a volleyball team. Yeah. You got just as much chance of making cash as if you're an offensive lineman on the football team. And I think that's that's kind of the cool part. Yeah, the NIL, it's been great. If you know how to work it and manipulate it to your advantage, it's good for you because your face is your brand. You know, Can you now sign with an agent? Uh, you have advisors. Oh, yeah. advisors it, yeah. who probably turn into agents yes, someday. Eventually. All right, so you know who Chase Griffin is? Yeah. The third string quarterback at UCLA. Right. 36,000 followers. He was named the NIL Athlete of the Year. He goes and gives speeches now really? on how kids can market themselves. To get, and he showed the way. He is the third-string quarterback at UCLA. And but he's he the has, guy. But he has marketing deals because he's a quarterback at UCLA, and he learned how to do that. All right. Yeah. Just interesting people make money because people like to watch them. Yeah. You know? yep. And that's, yeah. that's reasonable. That's a different America, world, man. You know? uh, let me throw you guys something that uh, Ireland and I talked about. Uh, there's a guy, I don't know if you heard this or not, but there's a guy who is willing to pay somebody $300 to stand in line at the Grove and hold a spot in the line for Santa. So, <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, no, this is uh, this is a real thing. No. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah this you is, know what? It's at the Grove, I believe it. Yeah, it's at the Grove. Uh, this is a real thing. It's through a service called Task Air Task, okay? So, okay. you can hire anybody to do anything. Like, for example, if you don't want to put up your Christmas tree, you can pay somebody $1,000 to go get a tree, bring it to your house, and decorate it for you. If you don't want to wait in line for Santa... You can pay somebody 300 bucks to stand in line for 90 minutes, and then your kid and you cut in at the very end and go see Santa. Uh, is this not the bougiest thing in the world? Where you been? Did, what, is this, like, common? Have you ever been to Disneyland, the Fast Pass? Yeah, I was, I was uh, going to say that lo- that number is kind of low, Mace. Yeah, you like think 300 so? bucks, Mace, minimum 500. When you go During to Dodger Christmas games, season? you have... You could pay for preferred parking, right? Oh yeah, I do pay. You for upgrade, preferred right? Parking. Yeah. I you do go to the that. movies and you could pay for the waiter, right? Yeah, that's true. Everything has a price. Yeah. And your time is valuable. And I give you okay, waiting for Santa, you should be in line, kid. You should yeah, be Yeah, right that's there. like part of it. There's fake snow the at fake the grove so. and yeah. all that stuff. If Santa kicks you in your face and says you'll shoot your eye out, all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, right? right. But for my example, my sister's an interior designer. This weekend, she decorated a lot of rich people's homes. Did she really? Because they don't have the t- quote time. time. So she went and charged them a lot of money to decorate their tree. So what does she make for decorating a tree? Four figures. Four figures. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Like, I guess it's people have a. Do you have an elaborate tree, Beto? Do you oh. have your tree up? No, I got the Charlie Brown tree. I have the Charlie Brown tree yeah. also, yeah. Uh, where we ha- we have certain decorations that we hang every year, yeah. and we pick up the Charlie Brown tree yeah. at Ralph's, and perfectly nice. I'm not putting up a gigantic tree. Well, uh, Clinton, what about you? I am contemplating whether or not I want a tree. It's not a natural situation for me. I just I just can't deal with all that, like, you know, pine needles and all, all that nonsense. <laughs> I don't feel like cleaning all that up. But I might get, like, a mini tree, you know, one of those small ones. That's and what we call a see, Charlie but, Brown tree. But if well, makes- hold on. What? Apparently, you can get real ones. Like you don't have to get an artificial small tree. They, they, you know, they grow these little mini trees. People grow them, and you can just get them. And then when you bring them back, they like repot them, and they grow bigger. I might do that. 
Yeah. Um, I always have a real tree. It's always a little Charlie See, Brown tree. Because you're like, you're Midwestern homey right. about that yeah, stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Hokey, is it, right? Is that hokey, what, sure. Yeah. Like, you're a rich dude on the west side who's got a, a house on the west side. You also have a mountain house somewhere else. You're not going to go and decorate, but you want to have the picture on Christmas of like, oh, oh look, here's my 15-foot tree. tree. Yeah, They're exactly. not decorating that. You hire well, my sister. She charges you a lot. Let's the go. The flip side of this. What do, what do you put on the top of your tree, Mace? Are you, are you an angel, a I've star? Got, I've got, so my original dog is named Hollis. And I've got a okay. little tiny uh, rat terrier with angel wings. You're and so we, Midwestern. And we put that at the very top of the tree every oh, year. Oh, qué bonito. That's yeah. nice. Okay, that's, I like that. Yeah. So that's that heart. That's that heart. Yeah, that exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You feel good about yourself. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Do you have like an, a box full of decorations? That oh, you yeah. Like oh, yeah. Put of course he does. Oh, yeah. Bring we've them got, out. We, and... By the way, we, all of our decorations are extremely personal. Like, for example, we've got a decoration with my dad on it. We've got yeah. a decoration with all of our names on it. I've got pictures of uh, of past dogs that i've had pictures of my family all that stuff goes on the tree it's not a bunch of that weird just it fake looks fake generic you know christmas and they look like they look like the trees in the lobby downstairs fakey. that's not you that's fakey yeah it's fakey yeah. but hey when you're a millionaire uh, hey it looks great now on the flip I side i don't mind a good fakey if it looks good it looks good it you is good spray for your to sister. make it smell how you want it's it great yeah. for my sister right great for for somebody that's willing to stand in line for santa claus for 300 bucks Hey, that's but what do you have to wait in line for anymore? Take a picture, bro. No, but what's there to wait in line for? Well, there's a long line apparently to get to Santa at uh, the Grove, stand, and all the stand. reservations are okay. filled up. Then go to the escalator, go on top, and do the selfie. Have Santa in the background. You really Boom. think the kid doesn't want to see Santa? When wants to do the whole Mace, Santa routine? Kids don't care about Santa anymore. No, man. little kids do. Little ones, little yeah, ones. little kids. But th those are really that's just more for the mom and dad to post on Instagram too. That look, I'm with my kid. Instagram picture. Boy, yeah, but you can't be cheap about it and go and take a. Rogue selfie. selfie. That's bush league, Beto. Come on. Hey, yeah. Did you gonna wait two hours to do it? Beto, you're a cynical guy. No, I'm not cynical. Oh, you this seem is cynical. Like, to me. I'm in the streets, man. Yeah. I, I know what's going on. But I mean, that's that feels like that feels cynical to me. I still what, believe. What that, do you think social media is? Well, it's all for the show. It's we're all talking show. about Santa. We're not talking about social media. No, but okay. If you're gonna do it, why are you waiting? Just wait the two hours in. Do you do it for your kid or do you do it for a picture? How many? Okay, when you were coming up, yes. Did you ever have partner pajamas? No, it's become no. a thing now on Instagram, what is, right? What are partner pajamas? Where every, on Christmas, you and your partner wear the same matchy pajamas. Yeah, that's never going to happen. I love ever, that bit, by the way. Ever, I would never. do that you every day of the week if yeah. I could. Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah, Absolutely but did not. you do it? Was this being done 10 years ago? No, it's a no. new thing, apparently. It's on Instagram. Yeah. TikTok. It's like, all of a sudden, all the families doing that for are... a long time. Really? I just think more people know about it now. Yeah, because, like, you know, you've never seen a picture of people, their whole family. Wait, I never saw thing. people with, like, Is that a TikTok phenomenon? It's a social media thing? Social media thing? I never saw people with matching pajamas on on Christmas. Seriously? On no. That's like a whole thing. That's like the corniest since, thing in the world. Since you're a little it's, kid, it's, Laura, you got it's him? up there with uh, since you're a little kid. laugh or whatever that is. When I was a little kid, you were a little kid. We had jammies when I was a little adults. Kid. Yeah, but as a little kid, you didn't see all the matching pajamas. You did that in DC, Clinton. I didn't do that. When My you parents were divorced, bro. Christmas was hell. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like I, I certainly saw people who did that for sure. Like that's like a whole thing. People get but matching ones and everything else like that. Definitely, man. That's like the cool thing. That's an East Coast thing, I guess. Because maybe we're yeah. not going to do matching pajamas. Heck, no. You know, I should get like we, Halloween. The one would never do stuff. it, but me and Ireland should do a picture with uh, matching pajamas and Santa Claus. Go wait two hours. Oh, and Santa. <laughs> right, we'll pay somebody <laughs> to wait for us. Um, I mean, if the if the station had a Christmas party, we'd all wear pajamas. 
And if they're yeah. all matching, that'd be fine. Pajama as party. As long as they pay for it. I like that. All right. All right. Uh, what do you guys got coming up? Uh, are you going to maintain the level of stupidity no. that uh, Shadano and Cappy no. generally deliver? It's going to be very highbrow speaking like we're on NPR. <laughs> Probably I'm not. Brow. Yeah, today. Got Carl. a little baseball to talk. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, the Lakers are wherever they are. Yeah, so, wherever yeah, they are. Yeah. We're talking about right, cool. Korea. Hey, uh, Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill all season long. They are the sponsors of Super Crosstalk. We appreciate them. Coming up next for you, the Big CY and Beto Duran tomorrow. Final show of 2022, me and Ireland together in the studio. Uh, that's uh, coming up for you tomorrow. Mason and Ireland, see you then, 710 ESPN.